to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. More than that, it was a very powerful thing, choosing to save someone. It was not a decision any sane individual made lightly. When Carlisle chose me, he'd already felt a dozen binding emotions toward me before I'd even awakened to what was happening. Responsibility, anxiety, tenderness, pity, hope, compassion. There was a natural ownership to the act that I'd never experienced, only heard about through his thoughts and Rosalie's. He already felt like my father before I knew his name. For me, it was effortless and instinctive to fall into my role as son. Love came easily, though I'd always attributed that more to who he was as a person than to his initiating my conversion. We got some patrons in the house. Oh, uh, yeah, we did. Hi, the house. <laughs> Here's our new people <laughs> who've joined We're us. just going to ignore that. Okay. Yeah, we have new people on Patreon. <laughs> I didn't know how to respond to hi, the house. There simply is not a response, but uh, it's fine. Uh, we would love to welcome Sunshine from Kansas. Cindy from Nevada. Felice from California. Julia from Italy. And Katie from Minnesota. Welcome to the Patreon, everybody. We're happy to have you. Welcome and thank you. Here we go. You guys, guess what? What? It's a grab and poke. It's the grab and poke. It's the grab and poke day. We've been waiting for this day for six whole chapters and now it's here. We sure have. Speaking (laughs) of that, my name is Marin. Oh, my name is Emily. (laughs) And we are Remember Remember Twilight Twilight. or Remember the Grab and Poke. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what if we did a whole podcast about this one chapter of Just, Twilight? We'll break it down <laughs> sentence by sentence. <laughs> how charming, how sweet. Uh, every other sentence will be either Bella's 
Kate's journey uh, or J- Edward's journey through it. Yes, yes. <laughs> Both sides are just as charming <laughs> and sweet. <laughs> Is that where we're going to get eventually? We'll just be remembering our podcast episodes. It'll be remember, remember Twilight. I really hope so. That's my <laughs> ultimate goal when I think about where I'd like to be in five years. Okay, that sounds absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. But then I think about listening to Karen and Georgia talk about their first episodes and I'm like, honestly, I would listen. I would listen to any word they ever spoke. <laughs> they did an interview a couple weeks ago and I was like, okay. Like, I don't care what they do. I just, I tune in. Mm-hmm, me too. Anything <laughs> and everything. So last week with these yahoos, oh um, Bella was getting asked to the girls' choice dance. <laughs> Edward had to know everything about it. And he... Goes off hunting and then he's like, you know what? Anything could kill Bella. So he has to go back to her bedroom and kill a spider and like make sure nothing <laughs> hurts her. And then she says his name and he just falls in love with her. And then um, the next morning he's like, I love you, Bella. And she's like, you're annoying. And he's like, he, 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 he. okay. And then he runs away. Keep it light. Keep it cool. <laughs> Be funny. I don't know how. That, that's the theme of this next chapter too. Oh he's my just gosh. like, I don't know how to do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't, but he, you know, he tries and he knows that he's doing a bad job. And that's a good place to start. I think I do talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so this chapter is called blood type yeah. but that just feels weird coming out of my mouth it's a grab and poke <laughs> it's the grab and poke. if you guys vote for any other title for this one aside <laughs> from grab and poke volume two i'll be very mad <laughs> i'm volume just saying two. it um also if that doesn't make any sense to our patreon members get to choose the title of the episode so if you want control Man, of the podcast these guys you i want all of our listeners to know that we have some very loyal patrons and they are serious about picking these titles. They really and if, are. If Emily is one day late posting <laughs> the titles, it's like um a hilarious coup it really is in the patreon <laughs> it's madness people are gonna overthrow me eventually more, i'm sure it's more comments than we get on anything else it really is people <laughs> yelling at me because i here's the thing though i set up all of the patreon stuff to like auto uh-huh. go just so i just have to like plug it in when i'm ready except midnight sun always happens before we've even recorded it because i'm stupid so i need to go and fix it's that just, we got we weirdly <laughs> got a week behind we did that's the on truth literally everything yeah <laughs> and I'm not talking just the podcast. I mean, like our entire lives are in a whole week behind. Somehow. That's so true. And so, <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to speak for you, but I feel I am very. Anyway, yeah. So it's really funny. And then I'll come in and I'll be like, "Hey, Emily's busy." And then we'll get like ten people being like, "I'm sorry, you're doing great." Anyway, our Patreon is a lovely, beautiful place to be they make me laugh <laughs> so hard i go there every single day every day just to see what's happening there. yes i love you guys oh man so if <laughs> you want to so be a good. part of that go yes, sign up come we, sign up you can yell at me our our tears are fun and we don't ask for very much and we give a lot we give so much you guys <laughs> so anywho so edward has to spend the rest of the morning watching bella through everyone else's eyes as he does this is though like 
I get Edward so much in this chapter. Literally everything he does, I'm like, I get that. I, I love watching high school shows on TV. Mm-hmm. That's what he's doing. Every, yeah, basically. He's watching The Bella Show. Cute. The Bella Show. You guys are going to choose that for the title. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. I didn't mean to say I'll try it. to not say one more funny thing throughout the rest of the episode so they have no other choice. Me too. I'll, I'll keep Make it. Make it 50-50. I'll keep it light. <laughs> keep it casual. <laughs> Um, Edward is now, though, avoiding watching her through Mike and Jessica because they're awful <laughs> humans. And he's like, OK, it's either Angela or a teacher or random people who happen to notice Bella. Yeah, yeah. Either of those are fine. No more offensive fantasies. No more <laughs> resentment. Yeah, they're annoying, mm-hmm. irritating. I get it. Yeah. So how long has Edward known Bella two months okay he just barely is learning that she's clumsy oh i love that so much (laughs) it has been a such an irrelevant factor in his like quest for learning about bella that he doesn't even like actually watch her physically move around if this doesn't just scream edward cullen i don't know what does he is he does not care about all that dumb human stuff like he just really hones in on who she is as a person Mm -hmm. and how she treats other people oh my gosh edward (laughs) not only that but like as a vampire all humans must just seem clumsy anyway compared to you so it's like he just didn't notice that bella was extra clumsy (laughs) compared to the rest of the people but he's like she will trip on a crack in the floor or a, a thing or a thing or just because she's just always <laughs> stumbling through her life he's like she, she she is clumsy i never realized he's so cute about it and then it goes i didn't know why this was so funny to me but i laughed out loud as i walked from american <laughs> history to english and several people shot me wary glances <laughs> then looked quickly away from my exposed teeth i remember the first time reading through this and just laughing so hard because I would be horrified of Edward Cullen and I know I've said this before but it's like if I was walking down the hall and that guy laughed I would run away not only is he laughing to himself he then like shows his teeth to everybody and like of course us were just like wow beautiful teeth great job but apparently it scares most people i would be scared of bella, Edward Cullen. bella never mentions his scary smile <laughs> no she only talks about his perfect teeth yeah nothing and how about beautiful he is but I, exposure i guarantee i would be afraid if he <laughs> laughed oh my heck and then he's like how had i never noticed this before perhaps because there was something graceful about in her stillness the way she held her head the arch of her neck he's just writing poetry this is a man in love (laughs) he's in love he goes right into there's nothing graceful about her now mr varner watched (laughs) as she caught the toe of her boot on the carpet and literally fell into her chair (laughs) i laughed again i I get that, though. (laughs) Every time I got a new pair of shoes as a kid, I would just fall all day long. (laughs) 
The morning is moving too slowly for Edward until finally it's lunchtime and he runs to the cafeteria to make sure he gets a special table for Bella, for Bella today. He's like, usually nobody sits there and I'm going to make sure nobody does today. <laughs> no one would dare imagine would. if somebody was like, you know, I don't care. He's sitting at my table. I'm going to go sit. No, I'm going to go eat would. in the bathroom today. Yeah, exactly. Probably. Yeah. That's exactly what would happen. I'm actually not hungry. I'll just go home. <laughs> <laughs> just they get halfway there and they stop. They just set their tray down on the ground and Bye. turn around and leave. Hi. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I forfeit to you, Edward Cullen. You can have my table. <laughs> All the blings come in and they're not surprised, but Rosalie's like, you idiot. And (laughs) Edward says that him and Rosalie have never had an easy relationship because he offended her the first time he spoke to her. (laughs) And it was all downhill from that point on. But she's even more angry at him because he's being extra stupid. I get it. Um, Jasper wishes Edward good luck. Emmett thinks he's lost his mind. Alice is like, can I talk to Bella now? (laughs) And Edward's just like, everybody stop. Everybody be cool. Okay. (laughs) Everybody chill out. Those guys? (laughs) I don't think they can. (laughs) Alice makes sure that he remembers that it is a special lab day in biology. And oh, he certainly knows. He's mad that Mr. Banner made these plans. And I am mad too. I do not think it's okay. (laughs) It's the worst. Honestly. Just spring uh, grab and poke on a bunch of teenagers. You cannot grab and poke. If somebody grabbed and poked my kid, I would pull them from school. You have to ask and grab and poke. You can't just ask the kid either. It has to be their parents. Yes. Ask. Uh, Edward's sitting here waiting for Bella, and he found some other guy who's walking behind Jessica and Bella to watch as they enter. And Jessica's talking about the dance, and Bella has nothing to say about it. <laughs> And then they come through the door. Bella looks at the blings, notices Edward's not with them. And so she gets sad. But Edward doesn't realize that she's sad about this. And so he's like, why does she look sad? Because she noticed that you weren't there, baby. Don't be so dense. It's it's your absence she's sad about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, well, maybe she's sad about the dance, but I don't think so. Oh, Edward. <laughs> but, um... I wish I could take her to the dance, but I I simply cannot. Impossible. Too close for too long. She bought a drink for her lunch and nothing else. Was that right? Didn't she need more nutrition? I never paid much attention to human diets before. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Bella, Edward. (laughs) I want to also remind him that he used to be a human. You can't remember those days. It was so long ago. What did they even eat in 1915? Gruel. See, nothing important to remember about that. Hot mush. (laughs) (laughs) And then the next day you have cold mush. (laughs) You? (laughs) I don't know. Hmm. Edward starts to worry about all the other different ways that Bella could die. But then Bella's, or, but then Jessica's like, hey, Edward Cullen's staring at you again. And he's like, thank you, Jessica. (laughs) Because then Bella looks up at Edward, he looks back at her, and he's like, now she doesn't look sad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Could it possibly be because of me? 
Then Edward does his come hither with his finger. Bella just stares at him. So he winks at her. It's this whole thing. We remember. <laughs> Jessica's rude. And Bella's like, I guess he needs help with biology. Bye. LOL. Uh, she stumbles twice on her way over. <laughs> and Edward's suddenly like, what else about Bella don't I know? <laughs> what else have I not seen? Uh, her obsession with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He has to keep it, keep it honest and keep it light, though. So she comes over. She doesn't sit down. And he's like, will you sit with me? And so then she does. And she's like, this is weird. And he's like, well, I'm already damned. So I may as well really damn it out. And Bella's like, I don't know what that means. Damn it out. And he's like, that's good. All of her friends are mad, though. Specifically, Mike. Specifically. Specifically. (laughs) How did Bella end up in this group of assholes? That happens when you're the new kid and you don't really care. You just get adopted by other people and then you're just like, I guess this is what's happening now. Uh, so just like a group of nice kids miss their chance. Yeah, because they're all too shy. And so they're then not they're aggressive like, Dang enough. It. She's yeah. with those jerks. I, it makes me sad. She deserved good friends. <laughs> Edward's like, I'm never giving you back. And Bella's like, oh, no. And he's like, you look worried. And she's like, Taha, no, I'm not. Um, Why this? And he's like, because I love you. And she's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, nothing. Um. <laughs> That's right. And then she's like, it's fine. I love you, too. And he's like, what? And she's like, I don't know. I am just so, like, oh, finally relieved that Edward has, like, decided to give it a try. Mm-hmm. I just was getting super annoyed with him, like, trying to not deny his feelings all the time. Also, I love them together. Also, I think it's just smart to at least try a relationship and see if it'll work. That way you know for sure. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're just, like, wondering, like, gosh, maybe it would work. Maybe it wouldn't. I don't know. I'm, I think it's smart to just try. Like, go on a date. See if you're compatible. Do something mm-hmm. instead of just sit and fuss all the just time. Just stare at each other from across the room <laughs> and then yes. yell at each other because you're too frustrated. Right? Yeah. I do love it that they, they give it a try. Definitely. So she's like, are we friends? And Edward's like, well, I was thinking more like eternal companions. <laughs> and Bella's like, well, I guess we're not friends. And he's like, we can try to be friends. <laughs> And then he says over and over, like, stay away from me. Um, what are you doing this afternoon? Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to move across the country. Um, Want to hang out later? <laughs> uh-huh. Don't be my friend. Uh, I love you. Mm-hmm. That's all I hear. You're so stupid, but uh, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. And Bella's like, oh, yeah, I already know that you think I'm stupid. Oh, I know. I like that she calls him out on that. Uh Uh-huh. And she's like, so as long as I am really an idiot, we're going to be friends. And he's like, yep. (laughs) They're so funny. They're so funny. They're so cute. I love that she just like, Bella is not what people who don't know Twilight think that she is. Like, Mm -hmm. she has clear boundaries and she's strong and she doesn't let him get away with stuff like I would have. I would have been like, okay. Anything you want. Sir. And he, she's like, no, don't treat me like that. No. Mm-hmm. Don't call me stupid. Don't don't make me feel dumb. Yep. 
Uh, Bella stops talking for a minute and ponders her lemonade. And Edward's like, what are you pondering your lemonade for? And she's like, oh, nothing. I just don't know what you are. And he's like, uh, um, have you figured it out yet? And she's like, no. And he's like, tell me a theory. And she's like, no. And he's like, why? And she's like, because you'll laugh at me. And then he dazzles her. And then she's like, still no. <laughs> then they get in a fight. <laughs> Bella yells at him. Um, he's excited because it's the most words she has ever said in her <laughs> life. And he tells her that she has a little bit of a temper. And she says, well, I don't like double standards. She was completely justified in her irritation, of course. She was. Of course she was. 100%. And he's looking at her and he's like, how can I ever do anything right for Bella? <laughs> and then Mike is yelling more at him and he laughs <laughs> at it. And she's like, why are you laughing? And he's like, your boyfriend thinks we're fighting. And she's like, I don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> and he's like, I love it. She doesn't have a boyfriend. Oh, I love it. Mm hmm. Um, he's like, are you hungry? And she's like, no, are you? And he's like, no, I'm definitely not hungry. <laughs> and then she's like, hey, Edward. And he's like, hey, Bella. And she's like, will you do something for me? And he's like, well, yes, but what? And she's like, will you just tell me the next time you're going to ignore me so that I can prepare myself? And he's like, she needs to be prepared for when I ignore her. That's a great thing. And he's like, okay, I'll do that. And she's like, perfect. Thank you. And he's like, okay, Bella, can I have a favor? And she's like, well, it depends on what you want, but sure. And he's like, tell me one of your theories. And she's like, no. And he's <laughs> like, you promised. And she's like, yeah, <laughs> I've heard that before, buddy. Yeah, you've broken promises yourself. Yep. And so he's like. Just tell me one. I won't laugh. And she's like, yes, you will. He dazzles her again. Totally she forgets dazzled. what's happening. <laughs> and she has to tell her again. Tell me one little theory. And then she's like, well, are you... What's that character's name? I just almost said, are you Tobey Maguire? Peter Parker. Are you Peter I can, Parker? All I can hear when I think of Spider-Man is just Kristen Dunst saying, Peter Parker, Peter Parker. Peter Parker like 25 times in that one scene. Cool. <laughs> He's like, ah, she's regular. Nope, I'm not Spider-Man. And she's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, well, that's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> so he laughs at her and she's like, hey, remember? And then he stops laughing at her and she's like, I'm going to figure you out, Edward Cullen. And he's like, oh, no, she'll run away when she does. Right into your arms. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't try. And she's like, well, why not? And he's like, okay, honesty. What if I'm the bad guy, Bella? And she's like, oh, I see. And he's like, finally. <laughs> 124 pages and she finally listened to one thing I said. Great. <laughs> and so he's like, do you understand? And she's like, you're dangerous. And he's like, okay, well, I guess this is the last time I'm going to see Bella, so I better memorize her face <laughs> before she runs away from me. <clears throat> and she says, but not bad. No, I don't believe that you're bad. I had, like, an epiphany when I read that line. And I've read it many times. We've talked about it before. It's like, it's, you know, it's kind of a normal, it's like a, they do it in the movie. It's a big moment. Mm -hmm. But it was the first time that 
reading it this time that I was like, oh my gosh, this is the moment where these two connect on a level where this is the first time that anybody else in both of their lives have actually seen them for who they really, really are. Not that like, I mean, like Carlisle has seen Edward for the good person that he is, but Carlisle and Edward don't have like any sort of a romantic thing ever going to happen. And then, you know, like Charlie has seen Bella for the good person that she is, but Mm -hmm. that's her dad. This is the first time that like an equal, another kid, another human being who she could possibly have that kind of a connection with has seen her clearly because he does nothing but see her and get to know her and he sees who she is and how wonderful she is but this is the first time that somebody has seen Edward for the good person that he is besides his family and to me I was like this is the moment that he kind of realizes and that she kind of realizes that they both see that they're each good people and that it's just like creates such a strong connection right there in that moment where she's like, okay, so you're dangerous, but you're not bad. And when he hears her say that, he's kind of like, well, she doesn't know I am bad. Da, 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 da. But she, when he realizes that she doesn't think he's bad, it opens up a part of his heart to let her in a little bit more. Cute. And I think it's really sweet. And it really touched me when I read that. <laughs> I was like that. She sees him deep down that he's not a bad guy even though that's all he thinks he is and I think that's sweet Mm -hmm. he's like of course I was bad if I was a good person I would have stayed away from her (laughs) and he does a quick test to see if she's scared of him and he reaches his hand across the table towards her and she doesn't move so he just picks up her lemonade bottle cap and he just thinks in his head for her to run away but he can't tell her even though he's told her 38 other times this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly she jumps up and she's like, we're going to be late. And he's like, well, I'm not going to class. And she's like, why? And he's like, well, because I don't want to kill you. (laughs) I mean, because it's good to ditch every once in a while. (laughs) To be precise, it was healthier for the humans if the vampires ditched on days when human blood would be spilled. (laughs) Mr. Banner was blood typing today. Alice had already ditched her morning class. And Bella's like, well, I'm going to go. And he's like, of course, because she always does the right thing. She was my opposite. But Edward. (sighs) No, she's not. You're you're doing the right thing. (laughs) You're literally the same. (laughs) So he says, I'll see you later then. And then thinks to himself, please save yourself. Please never leave me. Edward. (laughs) He's so, he just loves to torture himself. Yep. The bell rings. She gets up and runs to class. And. I know I can't. (laughs) Can't either. (laughs) I waited until she was gone. Then I put the lid in my pocket. A souvenir of this most consequential conversation. And walked through the rain to my car. I put on my favorite calming CD. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is his favorite calming CD? That means there's more than one, you guys. Well, you know he has a row of them in his recording studio. A collection studio. of calming CDs. <laughs> <laughs> how often do you think he makes a new one? Uh, how often does he, Edward Cullen need to be calmed down? Once a day, at least. There you go. So he made this one last night, burned it, <laughs> stuck yes. it in his car for the next day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> completely oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh think of how many calming <laughs> cds he has then 
How many uh, days are in a hundred years? <laughs> oh my gosh. No wonder he has a whole freaking recording studio. Oh, poor he Ed. does need an entire wall for CDs. <laughs> uh, as Edward's listening to it, he starts to compose a new song. And automatically, my fingers moved in the air over imaginary piano keys. This is... Oh, I just... <laughs> I feel like I'm going to throw up. This is my favorite Edward Cullen moment. <laughs> I just picture Does this Does he recline so the chair, though? Is he just sitting up? I, I imagine that he, he drives with it a little reclined anyway. And so he just gets in there and maybe just a tick puts it back and head back. Fingers so up. if you're looking into Edward's car during this, you just see his hands in the air. <laughs> <laughs> he's the scariest uh, person i've ever heard of <laughs> he's almost finished his composition and then he hears mike thinking is she going to pass out what do i do okay okay keep going <laughs> he looks over he well he has to sit up and then he looks out the window <laughs> and there he sees mike putting bella's lifeless body onto the sidewalk where she slumped unresponsively against the wet concrete, her skin chalky as a corpse. <laughs> I nearly took the door off the car. He nearly just explodes the whole car. <laughs> <He does>. <laughs> Bella? <laughs> Who else? <laughs> obviously. Why are people always wondering if it's Bella when it's obviously it's Bella? It's always Bella. Every time it's Bella. Sorry, it's never sorry, not I'm been Bella. It's always Bella. It's always Bella. And. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there was no change in her lifeless face when I yelled her name. My whole body went colder than ice. <laughs> this was like a confirmation of every ludicrous scenario I'd imagine the very moment she was out of my sight. <laughs> and Edward will never stop stalking Bella Swan from this moment on. No. Yeah, this has caused him so much trauma. He didn't think the one second he was away from her in biology class, he wasn't even that far away no. that she would die. <laughs> and here she is dead. Oh, no, Edward. <laughs> Imagine. Uh, Mike gets pissed off that Edward's coming over. And he's like, boy, if Mike hurt Bella, I will annihilate him. Okay, so Edward immediately jumps to like, Mike has murdered Bella Cullen. For, I mean, Bella, Bella Cullen. Swan. Sorry, that's my always name for her. But Mike, Mike has murdered Bella. I must now murder him. And it's like, no, Edward. Literally, when Mike came out, he was like freaking out. He's like, what do I do? She's going to pass out. Like, Mike is in a state of distress. Like, he can't carry Bella to the nurse. He's barely bigger than her. How <laughs> he didn't kill her, Edward. If he'd done something to harm her, I would annihilate him. Not even the tiniest fragment of his body <laughs> would ever be recovered. That is so dark. How? I mean, I'm just, oh, you know, um, silly putty. Yes, I I'm do. just imagining Edward making Mike into a putty. Uh. <laughs> I don't like it. Because I think if you took a whole human body and like crunched it all together, it would turn into like a playable substance. <laughs> I am a disgusting in your hands. <laughs> I hate everything about that. It makes my 
It makes me. It might be too like, soggy though. My jaw hurts for some reason. I don't know. Maybe he'd have to like just go ahead and eat Mike to get rid of the blood, so it wasn't like so juicy oh, for the gross. party. <laughs> I, I'm speechless. Oh man. Edward is so embarrassed that he called out for Bella while he was over by his car because now he has to walk humanly towards her as he's panicking. What's wrong? Is she hurt? <laughs> and then he hears her heart beating and it eased some of his panic, but not all. And then Mike starts to remember what happened and he's like, oh, yeah, blood typing. So he stops in the middle of the parking lot, stops <laughs> breathing, and he's like, I can't go by her if she's bleeding. Nope. But Mike is like, she fainted. I don't know what happened. She didn't even stick her finger. And then Edward's like, ah, okay. He gives the air a sniff and he's like, I can smell Mike's puncture wound. Very small, (laughs) though. But Bella has no punctures. And so he runs all the way over to her and kneels down. And he's like, Bella, can you hear me? And she's like, no, go away. (laughs) Bella, (laughs) I love you, girl. The relief was so exquisite that I laughed. She wasn't in danger. (laughs) Mike's like, I was just taking her to the nurse. And Edward's like, well, you can go back to class. (laughs) And Mike's like, no, I'm supposed to do it. And so Edward just simply swoops Bella up and starts walking (laughs) towards the nurse's office. This is another thing that I picture quite frequently is him just like, straight arm carrying her to the nurse <laughs> and she's like legs over one arm head over the other arm <laughs> I, I find, it's so uncomfortable go back to class i'm fine <laughs> and mike is just like i hate this freak so much bella uh comes right too when she gets heaved six feet in the air <laughs> by two poles basically and she's like put me down and he's like Mm, I don't think so. You look awful, he says, smiling at her. She's like, put me on the sidewalk. He's like, so you you faint at the sight of blood? (laughs) And not even your own blood. They're already at the office. Edward kicks the door down. Uh, (laughs) Miss Cope is like, oh, my. And he's like, yeah, she fainted in biology. Uh, Mrs. Cope comes over, opens the door to the nurse's office. Bella... She's awake now. How can you not be? And Edward carefully lays the girl down onto the shabby bed. So, Victoria, could you tell us where we're at with the girl right now? In Chapter 6, Edward calls Bella the girl two times. That brings the midnight sun count up to 101. As soon as he puts Bella down, he slams across the other side of the room. I just imagine that happening very fast Um, because his body was like too excited and too eager. His muscles were tense. Oh my gosh. And the venom was flowing. She's She's just so warm and fragrant. Oh man. Gets the venom uh, going. Edward tells the nurse that she just is a little faint because of the blood typing. And the nurse is like, oh, yeah, I get that. So she tells Bella to just lay down. And Bella's like, I know. And she's like, does this happen a lot? And Bella's like, sometimes. And Edward laughs and he does a a cough cover. (laughs) And then um, the nurse is like, you can go back to class. And Edward looks at her and he's like, I'm supposed to stay with her. And the nurse is like, whatever. (laughs) 
<laughs> I will not argue with one of these weird kids. Mm-hmm. She just goes and gets Bella some ice and leaves the room. And why, Bella, why ice? You know, for a faint. I she guess. didn't bonk her head. I don't know. Bella liked the sidewalk though. Yeah, because it felt cold. Yeah, so she liked that. Okay. Yeah. Um, Bella's like, you're right. And he's like, well, yes, but what about now? And she's like, oh, ditching is great. And he's like, I know. Um, Bella's finally starting to color up. Her lips are getting more pink. And then he's looking at her face and he's like, (laughs) you know, Bella's mouth is a little lopsided. I mean, her upper lip is a little too full to match the lower one. Not a compliment, Edward. But staring at her mouth made me feel strange. It made me want to move closer to her, which was not a good idea. Edward then confesses that he thought that Mike was dragging Bella's dead body away to bury it in the woods. (laughs) Bella says, ha ha. And he goes, honestly, I've seen corpses with better color. This was actually true. Gross. (laughs) I was concerned that I might have to avenge your murder. Edward. And I would have. Honestly. And I was like, oh man, poor Mike. Honestly. And Edward's like, yeah, he absolutely loathes me. And Bella's like, you don't know that. And he's like, yes, I do. <laughs> and she's like, well, how the crap did you even know that I was dead? Um, I thought you were ditching. And he was like, oh, I was in my car listening to a CD. <laughs> The nurse comes back, gives Bella some ice, and Bella's like, I'm fine. And then Mrs. Cope opens the door. Edward gets a whiffing scent of some more blood, and Mrs. Cope is like, there's another one. So Bella gets off the table, gives the ice back to the nurse, and she's like, I don't need this. And then Mike shoves this other kid through the door, who's literally dripping with blood. How could a grab and poke go so wrong that you're... <laughs> dripping There's blood so down your whole hand questions like did he slice his hand open did does he have like a blood thinning problem that he never knew about before oh no is i don't understand did he poke every finger multiple <laughs> times he's like i just can't i just and then it's like squirting oh my heck what are you doing lee stevens yeah dude Edward's like, oh boy, I guess it's time for me and Bella to exit. So he tells her to go to the office, and she does. He follows her, and her hair brushes her hand, his hand as he walks behind her. And he's like, wow, you actually listened to me. And she's like, yeah, I smelled the blood. And he's like, Bella, people can't smell blood. And she's like, I can. <laughs> My face froze, still staring. Was she really even human? She looked human. She felt soft as a human. She smelled like a human. Well, better, actually. She acted like a human, sort of. But she didn't think like a human or respond like one. What other option was there, though? Bella is a human. (laughs) She's a human. She's just special, Edward. She's a fairy. She's She's an elf. (laughs) Mike comes back then, and he's like, you look better. And Edward almost backhand him, yes. but he doesn't. And then Bella says out loud, just keep your hand in your pocket. And Edward's like, I thought she was talking to me. <laughs> she can read your mind, Edward Cullen. Do not smack Mike. 
Um, but Mike's like, my hand's not bleeding anymore. Are you coming back to class? And Bella's like, haha, no, you're stupid. I just have to come right back here. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then he's like, are you going this weekend to the beach? And Edward's like, they have plans. <laughs> but as Mike Mike thinks about it, Edward realizes that it's like the whole group is going. But he's still like, they have plans. <laughs> And Bella's like, yeah, I'm going. And so she said yes to him, too. Oh, Edward. She has to have friends. Yeah, this is a good thing. You're Edward. not being a good friend to her If you yet. would let Alice be friends, then Bella would have plans to be at oh your house gosh. with Alice. Alice and Bella would hang out every single freaking day. Honestly. Oh, my gosh. I wish that... The first couple months at Forks had been with Alice instead of Jessica. Honestly, the more I think about it, the more I realize that Edward ruined everything. I used to think it was Bella with all her Bella plans, but it's actually all Edward's fault. It is Edward. Everything's Edward's fault. He just fought against every single thing so hard that it just... And it doesn't end. It doesn't stop until (laughs) almost the end of New Moon. Uh Uh-huh. And then when he finally realizes that he needs to knock it off. And then well, honestly, it, it doesn't stop until wing. Bella turns into a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> but it still stays annoying yes, until yes. halfway through Eclipse. Ugh. And then it's not really annoying anymore. It's just it's just Edward after that. But it's mm-hmm. like, stop. Just let Alice take care of this. <laughs> just Why would you ever <sighs> not trust and let Alice take care of it? I don't know, man. After all this time. Edward's thirsty. He it, can't it's think. True. It is hard. <laughs> it's very, very difficult. Yep. Um. So Bella's like, yep. And Mike's like, cool. Come to the store at 10. And Bella's like, I'll be there. Blah, blah, blah. And then Mike, as he leaves, is thinking, what does she see in that freak? Sure, he's rich, I guess. Girls think he's hot, but I don't see that. Too perfect. <laughs> I bet his dad experiments with plastic <laughs> surgery on all of them. That's why they're all so white and pretty. It's not natural. And he's sort of scary looking. Sometimes when he stares at me, I'd swear he's thinking about killing me. Freak. Mike. <laughs> First of all, I saw a meme this week that really spoke to my soul. And it, it said, Mike Newton is the only straight person in all of Twilight. It's true. <laughs> like Mike is incredibly straight and I get that because I'm the only straight person I know personally <laughs> um but like this is such a funny like stream of consciousness he's I'm like, so crazy Mike if you're available we can make a third spot on this couch like he has just as good of ideas about the him, Collins as I do him betting that the dad experiments <laughs> with plastic surgery on teenagers it was too much for me. I had to close the book and go get it's a so piece good. of toast. It was so good. It's so good. <laughs> Mike Newton, come join us. Yes. You are hilarious, Anytime. dude. <laughs> and then Edward's like, I guess Mike wasn't entirely unperceptive. <laughs> Mike Newton. Uh, Bella is not happy about Jim. And Edward's like, I don't really know why, but... I mean, if she doesn't want to hang out with Mike, then I'm all for that. (laughs) So he's like, I'll take care of it, Bella. Go sit down and look pale. And she does. And he goes over to Mrs. Cope. And Miss Cope, I was, you know, it's just like a if you want to say Mrs. or Miss, doesn't matter. (laughs) I don't care if you're married or not. You're still you. It it does matter, though. It's one of those things where it's like, (sighs) 
if you don't want to be called Mrs. because you don't want Mrs. means that you are his, you are, you are his, you are the misters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. And I, I don't, I mean, that's not my favorite pointless. thing to be called. <laughs> so I like to be called Ms. or nothing or just Marin. Don't call me Ms. or Mrs. Abercrombie at all. Yeah. I'm just Marin. Um, <laughs> exactly. All right. So Shelly. Yeah. <laughs> Shelly. He's yes. like, hey, Shelly. And she's like, oh, no, this one again. He's beautiful, but I cannot touch. And she's like, yep. <laughs> And then Edward has a revelation, and he goes, that was interesting. When Shelley Cope's pulse quickened, it was because she found me physically attractive, not because she was frightened. I was used to that around human females, those who'd grown somewhat acclimatized to my... Oh, my heaven crap. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) To my kind, through continued exposure. Yet I hadn't considered that explanation for Bella's racing heart. Uh... just because she's super nice doesn't mean that she's not got feelings Mm -hmm. like super super sweet girls can also be super super thirsty yep (laughs) for a cute boy edward's kind of happy to realize this and then he's like bella has gym she feels sick i should take her home can we excuse her and shelly's like yeah no problem do you need to be excused too and he's like nah and then um, he just can't stop not thinking about how Bella might think he's cute. <laughs> but Bella never does what I expect, so I shouldn't get my hopes up. Yeah, <laughs> she's probably just scared of you. Yeah, you're Even really though terrifying. there's zero signs at all whatsoever ever that she's afraid of you. Never at once was Bella afraid <laughs> of Edward Cullen. <laughs> um, Shelly's like, cool, it's all set. Feel better, Bella. And Bella, she nods, and Edward's like, Ugh, she lost me there. She can't be an actress anymore. <laughs> He's like, shall I carry you? And she's like, no, thank you. Um, so she gets up, and <laughs> then they walk outside. And this is everyone's favorite Midnight Sun part. It's, Are you guys it's ready? the uh, <laughs> natural look commercial. Mm-hmm. So they hop outside. Bella, it's raining. So she sticks her head up because it feels good. And he's like, what is she thinking? And then he's like, why is she doing that? And he's like, (laughs) oh, that's a weird thing for someone to do. I've never seen someone do that. Most girls wear makeup. And so they wouldn't just willingly let raindrops fall into their perfect foundation. I I don't even know if if this bears or like deserves a conversation because so many people have talked about it honestly I read about it almost every day it's on you know it's on all the stuff um so I I mean we've all talked about it we've all thought about it what did you write there her skin is so healthy (laughs) it's not diseased like all these other teenagers (laughs) but it's one of the I won't I don't want to spend a lot of time on it I already have just talking about talking about it but like I honestly don't know very... M- I, I don't think that we wear a lot of makeup. Not only that, but I don't think most people's skin looks that bad either. I don't either. I, honestly, <laughs> unless 
you're wearing like a very exaggerated amount of eyeshadow, I don't look at you and be like, oh, you're wearing makeup. You must be trying to hide something. Like no. people just literally look like people. Like, so <laughs> if you get up and you put on some whatever, however much makeup you want to put on, that's not <laughs> a judgment about how you feel about yourself. Yeah. Most of the time, right? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Interesting, Edward. Bella's like, I love to not go to gym. And Edward's like, well, I will get you out of gym anytime. <laughs> and honestly, he would. And Bella should just ask him. Honestly. I'm so frustrated that Bella never takes advantage of having Edward Cullen as a boyfriend. Which All I get is like perks, man. why he loves her because she doesn't care about any of that stuff. But I'd be like, okay, Edward, I'm going to need... <laughs> you to do this for me right now and then he would and I'd be like my life is so much better because of you I would and and I mean this is why Bella is a good person and I'm me <laughs> because I would have been absolutely fine with Edward getting me a car get me a car let's my go on mom, vacation every weekend I know my mom would have been scandalized but I would have been like mom you're just jealous your boyfriend never gave you a car. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have let him get me a car. I would have let him buy me clothes. I would have let him do all the things. Me too. Take me out to dinner all the time. Yep. I mean, I did. I, You guys, I had a rich boyfriend in high school, and I, I lived it up. Like, we went to concerts and shows and plays, and we went to saw, like, David copperfield the magician once like (laughs) we did so much crap we were so with so much fun just because his dad was constantly throwing money at him yeah (laughs) like we like it was amazing bella it's okay just go 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 it's fine it makes me sad that bella won't let herself have fun as a teenager yeah she just feels like either she doesn't deserve it or it's like it's not her right or something and it makes me sad me too because edward wants to give her everything he does and there's things that she wants but she just will never ask yep just ask bella just take advantage of edward cullen for us all i know (laughs) please (laughs) uh uh, oh bella's like hey are you coming down on saturday and he's like well what are you guys doing and she's like we're going to the beach and he's like well what beach and she's like uh first speech in the push and he's like well I guess I can't um also I wasn't invited and she's like well I just invited you and he's like well let's not make Mike <laughs> literally have a mental breakdown <laughs> um although Edward then again thinks about just snapping Mike's body and it makes him feel a little better and then Bella says my favorite Mike Schmike yep I loved it then I love it now mm-hmm. <laughs> so good Okay, here we get a good uh, insight into Edward. Well, part of Twilight that we didn't like from Edward, and it's stuck in Midnight Sun. And so she starts to walk to her truck, and he says, Without thinking about my action, I automatically reached out and caught her by the back of her rain jacket. She jerked to a stop. Yeah, I broke out about this in the last episode where we talked about it, because mm-hmm. I hate it with yeah. all of my hate. And he says, Where do you think you're going? I was upset, almost angry that she was leaving. I hadn't had enough time with her. (laughs) I'm going home, she said, clearly baffled as to why this should upset me. (laughs) Didn't you hear me to promise to take you safely home? Do you think I'm going to let you drive in your condition? 
I knew she wouldn't like that, my implication of weakness on her part, but I needed to practice for the Seattle trip to see if I could handle her proximity in an enclosed space. This was a much shorter journey. What condition, she demanded, and what about my truck? So, Edward, this is not like him being like, Bella, come do these things. He's just like, don't leave me. Yeah. And he's just so much stronger that it comes across like very aggressive. Yeah. he This, I mean, like I get, I got that too in the last time, but I like to hear it. I like to hear him talk about what his perspective of this was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It definitely wasn't an aggressive move from him. It was just him being like, wait a minute. No, we're supposed to be hanging out. I did all that work for you <laughs> so I could spend some time with you. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'll have Alice drop it off after school. And she says, let go. And then she almost trips. And so he goes to catch her, but doesn't. And he says, I shouldn't be looking for excuses to touch her. Um, And I let her go as she asked and then regretted it. She immediately tripped. <laughs> And then right here, I would have to be even more careful to take into account her poor balance. Um, And he never does anything like that again. Never, ever. Yep. He learned this one time. He listened to her. No. And respected it. Jacob Black. Yeah. Well, and he's 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 solid about this throughout the whole series. That as soon as she says something is good or bad, he he always remembers it. Mm hmm. So he gets into the car, tells her that the door is open. Um, He's sitting in there. It starts raining. And he's like, I know she doesn't like the cold. And so she's like, I am perfectly capable of driving myself home. And he's like, of course, but I want to hang out with her. Um, He rolls down the window and he's like, please get in, Bella. And she gets mad at him. (laughs) I guess that she was debating whether or not to make a run for it. And he says, I could drag you back. I will never understand her. <laughs> Get into the pretty boy's car. I would have gotten in that car before he even got in. I'd be like, can I drive? <laughs> <laughs> so she gets into the car, drips all over everything, boots a squeaking, and she's like, this is stupid. And he looks at her and he's like, she looks more embarrassed than angry. I thought I was teasing that I was acting like the average besotted teenage boy. But what if I'd gotten it wrong? Did she feel coerced? I realized that she had every reason to. Yeah, you really are acting quite nutty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I didn't know how to do this. How to court her as a normal, human, modern man in the year 2005. (laughs) Um, He's like, even my gift doesn't really... Every time I try and I think that I'm right, I'm wrong. Also, my family is useless. None of them ever had to woo a woman. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So this next whole section is so cool. It's like, it's almost like a whole other mini chapter stuck in the middle of this chapter. Mm -hmm. And I just ate it up. I love it so much. Yeah, it's cool. New content. We learn about Rosalie and Emma and how they literally were just love at first sight Um, There had never been a moment when either one had questioned what they were to each other. She'd been drawn into the innocence and honesty. He saw a goddess whom he had worshipped without cease ever since. Um, There was never an awkward first conversation full of doubt, never a fingernail-biting moment of waiting for a yes or no. Ugh, can you imagine? Can I have one of these, please? people. Then we have Alice and Jasper, which is even weirder because (laughs) for 28 years, 
Alice just knew that she would love Jasper. And so she'd spent all this time, these whole 28 years, having all of her visions of what their future life would be. So when Jasper first met Alice, he could feel all of this anticipation and purity and certainty and depth of her love and couldn't help but be overwhelmed. It must have felt like a tsunami to him. Mm, Beautiful. (laughs) BRB, cry break. I mean... Carlisle and Esme had been slightly more typical than the others. Esme had already been in love with Carlisle, much to his shock, but not through any mystical, magical means. She'd met Carlisle as a girl and, drawn to his gentleness, wit, and otherworldly beauty, formed an attachment that had haunted her for the rest of her human years. (laughs) Life had not been kind to Esme, and so it was not surprising that this golden memory of a good man had never been supplanted in her heart. After the burning torment of transformation, when she'd awakened to the face of her long-cherished dream, her infections were entirely his. Did I say infections? You did say infections. Her affections (laughs) and infections were all his. (laughs) (laughs) I literally just highlighted this whole page, so forgive me. I'm going to continue reading. And this is like, this is the stuff that we want to know. Right? It feels so nice to think of... Poor Esme, who we never really get to know much about, just like loving Carlisle for her whole... I mean, that's like me waking up from like a terrible thing and then getting to live with Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) It's like, it's the best thing that could have ever happened to her. You would give all your infections to Uh, him. They get... He gets them! (laughs) (laughs) I'd been on hand to caution Carlisle about her unforeseen reaction. He'd expected that she would be shocked by her transformation, traumatized by the pain, horrified by what she'd become, much as I had been. He'd expected to have to explain and to apologize, to soothe and to atone. He knew that there was a good chance that she would have preferred death. Death? (laughs) Death? That she would despise him for the choice he made without her knowledge or consent. So the fact that she had been immediately prepared to join this life, not really the life, but to join him, was not something he was ready for. he never seen himself as a possible object of romantic love before that moment. It seemed contrary to what he was, a vampire, a monster. The knowledge I gave him changed the way he looked at Esme, the way he looked at himself. These are the most beautiful people. <laughs> And this is just like, I love the explanation because you're like, why do these guys love each other so much? Why is this freaking weird family so attached to each other? But it's like kind of Edward's fault. Like (laughs) He's got that like special power and he can he can just be like, you guys don't have to be weird about each other. She loves you. It makes you feel good about yourself. Uh, Figure it out. It's so convenient. (laughs) Honestly. I know that Edward can't do that for himself because he can't hear Bella. Mm-hmm. But if Edward, Bella, and like, say, Jasper all spent an afternoon together, Jasper could have confirmed the same thing to Edward because he would have been able to feel that Bella wasn't scared I agree. of Edward. But Edward l- would never let Jasper anywhere near Bella. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Edward always getting in the way. Edward! Uh, step aside. Get. Let it happen. <laughs> More than that, it was a very powerful thing choosing to save someone. When Carlyle chose me, he'd already felt a dozen binding emotions toward me before I'd even awakened to what was happening. 
Responsibility, anxiety, tenderness, pity, hope, compassion, and natural ownership. <laughs> and that's so cool. I know. he's Well, he sired him. Yeah. It's wild. Oh, boy. <laughs> He'd already felt like my father before I knew his name. Does that mean Bella kind of feels like Edward is daddy? <laughs> have six more pages <laughs> okay i think i can make it oh my gosh i'm just wondering I oh emily <laughs> the, the messages we're gonna get <laughs> bring them on it's fine mm. Edward's like, I can't tell if it's because Carlisle changed him or if it's just because Carlisle and Esme were simply meant to be. Um, I would never know. She loved him and he quickly found he could return that love. It was a very short period of time before his surprise turned to wonder, to discovery, and to romance. So much happiness. Just a few moments of easily overcome awkwardness all smoothed out with the help of a little mind reading. Nothing so awkward as this. <laughs> None of them had been clueless and floundering like me. And my note that I wrote here is that it's only awkward because you won't let Alice do her thing. Yep. And you you can't be honest with her. That's a big problem. Mm -hmm. It gets super less awkward once they finally start talking to each other. Right. Like if Alice had just swooped in, took Bella, was her friend. Mm-hmm. You know, Edward would have come back from Alaska a week later and Alice would be like, hey, this is my BFF Bella. <laughs> Everything's chill. She already knows the secret. It's fine. Then Edward would be like, it's not my choice and I don't have to save her from this. She already knows. Oh, my gosh. And Emily. it would have just been like so much smoother. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, you just saved it. I do it. A I have to do it a lot here. I don't know why this is my job to fix this story. Because <laughs> Edward Cullen keeps getting in the way. Anyway, it hasn't even been a second. Bella's still closing the door. And so Edward turns on the heater, turns down the music, and starts to drive towards her house. And he looks over at her, and she's sticking her, her lip out. <laughs> 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 then suddenly she hears the music, and she's like, oh, Claire de Lune. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, you know it? And she's like, well, kind of. This one's one of my favorites. And he's like, yeah, it's one of my favorites, too. And then he's like... We have something in common. <laughs> We're not complete opposites. Oh my goodness. Beautiful. Bella relaxes. And so he's like, okay, she's busy. I'm going to try a breath. So <laughs> he in inhales very carefully and it's very potent. <laughs> and then, okay, I clutched the steering wheel tightly. My question is, how? <laughs> is it like any change of his hand will break it <laughs> like literally you cannot like if i'm edward and i'm holding it any change in the pressure is gonna just snap it like how does he hold on I tightly without on holding tightly if he just pretends to clench he just like actually smashes his fingers together but in a curve uh-huh like that <laughs> <laughs> i don't get it 
Um, but anyway, Bella's all wet, and so she smells good. This is what I know. He clenches his fingers, and he smells her, and she smells so good that it makes his tongue tingle, which is just... Oh, I love a it. A tongue tingle. It's such a really titillating <laughs> description of how he feels. I really love it. Yeah, Edward's not happy about it, though, because he's like, great, that means I still do want to eat her. <laughs> Um, he's mad about it because like he he t- <laughs> look at everything he's done for this extra ten minutes, and still he wants to kill her, and he can't enjoy it. That's so <laughs> annoying. And then he's like, "Okay, well, if I didn't want to kill Bella, what would I be doing right now? Oh yeah, I'd probably be talking to her." This is like, guys, seriously, listen to this advice from Edward Cullen. This is. One of the best pieces of advice that Edward gives himself, and I want you guys to take it to heart. If he wasn't a monster, if he wasn't worried about killing her, he would just be like normal friends working into a relationship. He would be getting to know her. And that, my friends, is how you start a relationship. <laughs> I know, Emily is a I'm shock. I'm surprised. She is a shock. Because... You're telling me that if I just am like, <laughs> what would someone without anxiety be doing right now? I could just choose to do that instead of like sit and worry about it. You wouldn't have to be like, does he like me? Does he not like me? Is, am I nervous? Am I going to ruin this? Is this? You could just be like, so tell me about your favorite band. I feel so overwhelmed by this. I'm going to cry about my whole <laughs> life right now. It is really difficult. You ah! you are Edward Cullen. I know. In don't your, you know, don't tell me ways to fix my life <laughs> now that I've already lived I it. Want every you're only twenty seven, <laughs> uh-huh. but yeah, I want you guys to know that it's the that's one of the greatest pieces of advice in this whole book is to just let go of that anxiety and fear and just get to know your person and see if you like them as much as you think you do. What you might not. The heck, you might more and they might like you a lot because all you're trying to do is get to know them people love that they eat that up oh my goodness well so edward decides to ask about renee and bella's like oh yeah she looks like me but she's prettier and edward's like how (laughs) i doubt it (laughs) probably not and she's like well i have too much charlie in me she's more outgoing than i am and braver yeah right (laughs) and edward's like outgoing yes braver no way (laughs) and then she's like she's irresponsible and slightly eccentric and she's a very unpredictable cook she's my best friend and then edward's like she still sounds more like a parent than a child and they're at bella's house now so he pulls over and he's like how old are you bella thinking that maybe (laughs) she's been like held back or promoted a grade (laughs) And she says, I'm 17. And he goes, you don't seem 17. And she laughs. And he's like, why are you laughing? And she's like, well, my mom always said I was born 35. And then I get more middle-aged every year. (laughs) And she laughs and she sighs. And she's like, well, someone has to be the adult. Yeah, probably the adult should be the adult, I think, is how that works, right? I just, yep. Listen back to all of our other episodes. (laughs) This clarified things for me. It was easy to understand how the irresponsibility of the mother would result in the maturity of the daughter. She'd had to grow up early to become the caretaker. That's why she didn't like being cared for. She felt it was her job. 
And Bella's like, well, you know, Edward, you don't really seem like you're 17 either. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no. Well, why did your mom marry Phil? And she's like, well, my mom's very young for her age. And I think Phil makes her feel any younger. Uh, regardless, she loves him. And he's like, well, do you approve? And she's like, does it matter? I want her to be happy. And he is who she wants. The unselfishness of her comment would have shocked me, except that it fit in all too well with what I'd learned of her character. And so Edward's like, that's very nice of you. I wonder. Wonder what? Well, would she do the same thing for you, no matter who your choice was? And he's like, how stupid of me, as if she could outrun me. (laughs) (laughs) As if she would choose me. And Bella's like, yeah, probably. She stuttered, reacting in some way to my gaze. Was it fear? I thought of Shelley again. What were the other tells? White eyes could designate both emotions. The fluttering lashes, though, seemed to point away from fright. Bella's lips were parted. What are these fluttering lashes that Bella is giving? (laughs) You know Kristen Stewart blinks a lot. She sure does. (laughs) (laughs) They're the same, so (laughs) makes sense. Um, But Bella's like, she's a parent, though, so... You know, it's a little different. And he's like, oh, so no one too scary then. And she's like, what do you mean scary? Face piercings and tattoos? Excuse me? (laughs) And Edward's like, well, I mean, sure, Bella. That seems like a very non-threatening definition in my mind. (laughs) And she's like, well, how do you define it? And he's like, well, do you think I could be scary? And she's like, lol, no. (laughs) Well, I guess maybe if you wanted to. And he's like, well, are you scared of me now? And she's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) She wasn't frightened enough to want to leave, at least. No, Edward, she's not scared of you. You're not scary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then Bella's like, well, tell me about the blings. I'm sure they're more exciting than my mom. And he's like, well, what do you want to know? And she's like, so you're adopted? And he's like, yes, I'm adopted. And she's like, what happened to your parents? And he's like, they died. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And he's like, don't worry, um, I don't remember them, plus Carlisle and Esme have been my parents for a long time now. Wait. What? How long? Because they're like 25. (laughs) For the past three years, they've been my parents. adopted me when I was 12, when they were 12. (laughs) What? It was so long ago. Well, they were turned when they're 23. We don't know how old they're pretending to be in Forks. Maybe they're saying that they're 29. Maybe they are pretending to be somewhere around 30. Okay, so 10 years I could... Yeah, you so know, if they got while, married when they were like 20. Edward's 17 and, and he got adopted, adopted when he was like 7. <laughs> okay. You know? Okay. Sure. I'm, I'm, I feel better about that. <laughs> it's a stretch. It is. I mean, you look at Esme and Carlisle and they are not that much older than any of the kids yep. that live in their house. Yep. <laughs> she's really sweet. Yeah, she's like, and you love them. And Edward's like, yep, I can't imagine two better people. And she says, you're very lucky. And he says, I know I am. In that one circumstance, <laughs> the matter of my parents, my luck could not be denied. Mm. And she's like, well, what about your brother and sister? And he's like, if we go any farther into this conversation, <laughs> I'm going to have to lie to her. And also, I really do want to bite her right now. So we have to <laughs> wrap this up. 
And so he's like, my brother and sister and Jasper and Rosalie are going to be quite upset if they have to wait in the rain. And she's like, oh, yeah, sorry, I guess you have to go. And she doesn't stand up. And he's like, well, I actually, you know, the pain's not too bad. Oh. But I should be responsible. <laughs> and he's like, I assume you want your check back before Charlie gets home. Excuse me, before Chief Swan gets home. <laughs> and she's like, oh, he's probably already heard. There's no secrets in Forks. <laughs> no secrets indeed, Edward mm. thinks. He tells her to have fun at the beach and that it's going to be good weather for sunbathing and that Bella's going to like that. And her happiness had become the most important thing, more important than my own. That's not a healthy relationship. <laughs> but it is really sweet. It's very sweet, but you should also care about yourself. You should a lot. Edward. And Bella's like, wait, I'm not going to see you tomorrow. And he's like, no, me and Emma are going hiking. Um... <laughs> and then Edward goes, I still wasn't sure what, I still wasn't sure exactly what madness had possessed me last <laughs> night. I really needed to find a way to control my impulses. <laughs> Perhaps a little distance would help with that. I don't think no, so. good luck. <laughs> so he tells her where they're hiking and she's like, have fun. And he's like, I don't even want to say goodbye to her for the weekend. Oh. I, it seemed foolhardy to let her out of my sight where anything could happen to her. <laughs> and so he's like, Bella. And she's like, what? And he's like, don't get mad. But you do love to be in accidents a lot. So can you try to not fall in the ocean or get run over or anything, please? And he smiles at her and he's like, I hope she doesn't know how serious I am. <laughs> um, and he thinks to himself, run, Bella, run. I love you too much for your good or mine. Edward. And, but Bella's mad at him because she, he was being rude. And she's like, well, I guess I'll see what I can do. And slams <laughs> the door and walks away. Oh, no. But guess what Edward did? He got her key from her pocket. He and he pocketed. gives that key a big <laughs> sniff as he <laughs> drives away. <laughs> End chapter. I love that she gets mad at him when it's appropriate to be mad at him. Yeah, he doesn't know how to tease is the thing yeah. that I've learned about Edward. Oh, that's true. He just doesn't know how to tease and right. he ends up going too far. Yeah, it's just that like, huh, I just see myself as a teenager being like, <laughs> and being like super forgiving of him being a big like idiot about stuff mm -hmm. and I'm glad she doesn't yeah and I uh, I, ch I charge all of you listeners to not like be more Bella in these situations be more Bella she is Cute. brave about drawing boundaries and being oh, yeah. like I don't like being teased I don't like it when you pull on my clothes I don't like it when you make me do stuff I don't want to do and I love that about her so good job yeah. good and job if, B if you're surrounded by good people like Edward Cullen they'll realize this and they'll pick up on it and they'll stop doing it mm -hmm. but if they don't and you have a Jacob Black on your hands who just keeps doing it just to make you mad probably don't hang out with them yeah that's a bad situation <laughs> anyway anyway that's our <laughs> chapter you guys thanks for hanging out with us once again for a grab and poke volume two remember <laughs> oh my gosh i don't remember were we doing remembers back then we weren't mm -mm. so i mean i've got a good remember go for it well i mean first thank you thank you so much for joining us we love midnight sun we love you and remember do not grab and poke your teenagers
Nope, don't do it. We'll see you guys next week. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at RememberTwilightPodcast at gmail.com, send us a voice message on Anchor, or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true.